This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. One year ago. We're late today, but we're live. We are. It is the Bostonian versus the book presented by Betfred Sportsbook. Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralt. December 13th, 2021. Where were you, Mr. Sherapan? Talking to you on a phone? No, you were right here. First show was December 17th, was it? First not? show, December 13th. <clears throat> Friday's our celebration, the 13th. You had the date wrong. In the teaser, it says December 13th, 2021. Yeah, but we didn't start that day. Yeah, we did. You sure? Positive. Monday, out of the gate, December 13th. Okay. That was our first show. So today technically is the one year anniversary. What? So we'll have to go back and check on that, the date of the show. Because December December 17th was a Friday, I believe. I believe that was the first day we did a show. I, I, we started I, I, Friday? I also thought it was the 17th, but but Peral told we me this start, morning. He's like, wait, no. Hold on. I think, oh, I, In I the think teaser episode <clears throat> I tweeted yesterday, it says December 13th coming. So we started on a Friday? There was, there were some issues. Matt just, Matt just I mean, likes the idea because it's Taylor Swift's birthday, bro. That's perfect. We can make it whatever day we want. We got a year show anniversary show on, on Friday. Friday. Yes. We're going to have people send videos. What's the email address you want them to send it to? Okay, so we can start with it. So this is sort of the invitation for you guys in the brigade. Yeah. The chat's a little somber today because there's a lot of bad news going on right now. So There is. But that's what I want for the chat. That's what I want for you guys. That's what we, we do here. We do things right. differently. Yep. You know? We're talking about refunds and other things. We'll do that later. But like, right. you know, we're talking about things that are involving your lives. Ask the BVB at gmail.com. Send us a video. One year anniversary. I promise we'll try to play as many as possible. Can't play them all, most likely. I don't know how many. You should gonna- get DJ Hooks to set it all to music, too, by the way. If you'd like to, that's great. But yeah. video, send us a video message about the show and where you're watching the show and when you watch the show and who yeah. you watch the show with yes. and everything. And we'll play as many people. We'll have some familiar faces pop in, do a similar thing with yes. us on Friday. Yes. You guys can be on the show coming up for BVB. So we'll do some of that. We got a video from Gorob. We'll play later all coming on today's show live on Twitter and YouTube and sports grid replay at midnight Eastern. This is a somber story to start the day with, but I think it just needs to be acknowledged at the front. Uh, The head coach of Mississippi State, Mike Leach, passed away when over the last 12 hours, basically, they made it official that he has, yes, succumbed to the heart attack that he suffered yesterday. Uh, I think the entire sports world is stunned, saddened, and shocked. And I know my thoughts go out to coach Leach. I mean, we lost a treasure today, Dave. 
Oh yeah. Um, so I got a doctor's appointment this morning, so I'm there and I, you know, get settled in and open up my, my phone and I'm like, what, what? Oh no. You know? And I mean, you guys know that have been watching the show from the beginning. You've seen me on different platforms and stuff. I mean, like that was me. I woke up one day and couldn't talk. My daughters were home. I was having a stroke. If nobody was home, I'm dead, literally dead. Doctor told me it was eight hours from dead. So I see these stories and like, they just hit differently where you're just like, oh man. And again, it's another reminder. I mean, you know, we got a guy who we've never met who watches us every day in the, in the chat, Bonvi, who, you know, woke up this morning and lost his grandfather. And he's, you, you can tell without talking to him just in the chat, how he's down. These things are, are brutal. There's, there's no words to say. There's no, you know, I've never met Mike Leach, but I feel like I know him from all the interviews. You've interviewed him. I mean, there's a lot of people that lives that he touched in so many ways that he didn't even know talking about Halloween candy and all the other crazy stuff that he did. I mean, his sound bites are legendary and he coached kids. And then we just posted a picture of a kid leaving Mississippi state what, three days ago? Right. Saying something about the coach not liking him. And, you know, so just be careful when you say words and when you mm. say things to people. I mean, because, you know, it, not that it's always going to be the last time, but, like, just mean what you say and say what you mean every day. And then you won't have any regrets or, or worries because you get days like this, right? Where you're like, geez, I wish I would have told him this, you know, it's, that's the part that, that's the part that gets me. Tell them while they're alive, tell them today, yeah. you yeah. know, right. People in your yeah. special people in your lives, just tell them, yeah. tell them. I read an article this morning that was written in 2014 when he was the coach of Washington state, he would walk to work to and from and He's from Cody, Wyoming, or was from Cody, Wyoming. And Pullman, Washington, like, is the middle of nowhere. It's You fly to Spokane, you drive an hour to get there. It's really hard to get to Pullman, Washington. It's hard to recruit to Pullman, Washington. And this reporter asked if she could walk with him and said, can I walk to and from work with you? And he said, yeah, bring some comfortable shoes. And the whole article is just the two of them walking to campus and walking back. And the things they talk about have nothing to do with football. Absolutely nothing. The conversations have nothing to do with anything to do with sports has everything to do with the, the soil, the way that they grew garbanzo beans in the area about the property value as to where it was going in the farm about the arid temperatures. They were, I mean, just things that had nothing to do. This is the mind of Mike Leach. This was what he was able to do so much that he had, he was known as being the pirate because he was obsessed with pirates and he had, I mean, he's a best-selling author. I mean, this is a guy who wrote a book about Geronimo, about leadership. I mean, this is, he was such a unique, we lost such a unique person. And at 61, I mean, this is where heart disease and this is where people who are struggling with things, you know, our lives are so precious and you have to try to appreciate every moment because you don't know what your body's going through. You don't, we can't see inside here. You know this, you can't see inside here. Mm -mm. Someone walked up to you a week before and said, Hey, Dave, by the way, you're going to have a stroke in a week. You'd be like, What the fuck are you talking about? Get the hell. 
right? <laughs> you would be <laughs> like, you would be like, what do you mean? What's a right? I mean, sure. you know how much we worry about stuff, though. Just one as as men, and two as dads, and three. I mean, this business is fucking crazy. Like <laughs> I told you, <laughs> people, businesses, every business has certain things. Uh, ours is like, unique. <laughs> the book business was one thing. And, and, and learning how to work in a book and like just being a bookie or being a better and dealing with that part of life, I thought was one thing. This fucking media space is, I mean, this is, I'm learning education every day. So you internalize that stress, but like doctors got it, lawyers got it, garbage men got it. You know, everybody got stress. You got to figure out how to just let it go. And then, I mean, perfectly healthy people, you know, just go. And whenever your time is your time, it's your, it's your, it's your, your ticket gets punched, but God, there's no like, conspiracy around it either. Like, well, huh, it's already starting. You can't even go on social media for, for stuff like that. It's already starting. I mean, whatever. 61 is too young. You know, it's just too young. My dad was 69. There's guys that are miserable curmudgeons, angry People, old, male, female, whomever, in their eighties, and you get people like this that just go. It's that sometimes life isn't fair. It's not. It's not fair at all. I mean, it's. I, I think for a lot of us who were around Mike Leach in the media in the Big Twelve and and, and saw how he conducted himself and just how different he was. I mean, the guy coached at Texas tech coached at Washington state coached at Mississippi state. These are not easy places to recruit to. I mean, but think about a law degree, by the way. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Iowa Wesleyan. That's, I mean, he was, he went to Iowa Wesleyan and became the offensive line coach for $3,000 a year and started to put into his brain about all the different things that were going on. And he was like, you know what? What happens if we spread everybody the fuck out and threw the ball every down? Everyone was like, what are you doing? He was like, they can't guard it. We, we run this. He, the air raid offense was born at Iowa Wesleyan. Think about how often we say air raid in college football. How that became just part of the acumen. It became part of everyone's run and shoot, you know, shotgun offenses. Uh, these are all things that came from Mike Leach. He changed the way football was played by putting up ridiculous numbers offensively from a guy who was a lawyer. He was a lawyer, <laughs> but that's the mind that he had. He was a brilliant person that was able to just see things in a different way and, and ask the right questions and think about things uniquely and became, I, I, I mean, he, Somebody tweeted this out today. It's ridiculous. The reason why Mike Leach was not in the college football hall of fame yet was because you have to have won 60% of your games. He's won 59.6% of his football games. <laughs> I mean, like, numbers, come on now. Numbers okay. are numbers, huh? Like, come on. Uh, okay. Uh, like today, uh, my, you. like you gotta be Mike Leach goes in the hall of fame today. <laughs> like, like that's all like, college football. Hall oh, of fame. I mean, like, come on now. Like, could we have done that while he was alive? Like well, because he could have won more games and gone to 60%. Their answer was he was fine. still coaching. That's but. fine. But again, now you look back and you go, we over 0.4%, over 0.4% we did this. Right. I mean, it's the, you know, and today, do you think he gives a shit if he's ever in the Hall of Fame? Never. No. You know, nobody does in his family. It would have been nice to do while you're alive, but all that shit, it doesn't matter. 
If you ain't alive, if you ain't breathing, what do you got? It's it's oh fuck yeah. It's 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 not great. I I, I want to apologize for what I wrote here, but because I I didn't my brain I didn't think about the connection between saying Justin in Vermont is alive in the wake of us talking about the passing of Mike Leach. So I, I, if I apologize for that, that was not well thought out by me, but it's the truth on the graphic <laughs> on the cry on, you're going to see this with Justin oh. in Vermont. It says Justin in Vermont is alive. Patriots win one in 30 shot at 6.1 million. So again, 30 or 29, it's 30. I counted one in 30. Do you believe it? Patriots win, bouncing that guy who had the Cardinals, and now now you've got a a not a Bostonian, but a, a New England guy <laughs> oh. in Vermont picks the Patriots and heads in. So his note to me this morning was, they're open for business. They're willing right. to have some. They're willing to have. They're not. They're, but they're not going to give it all up. He said, "We're interested in talking about a piece." Somebody wants a piece, they can come talk to us. Otherwise, but they want the ride. They want to be a part of it. They've earned it. They've earned it. They don't want to give up control. They want to keep control of it, saying, hey, if somebody wants to be buy-in, you know, you want to take a share like you would a poker player for the World Series of Poker, yeah. go right ahead. But they're not giving up control. Yeah, you just you come in at the final table. Now, you know, you much. went through the satellites, you went through the <laughs> through the first couple of rounds, you're sitting at the final table. Now 30 people out of six thousand one hundred and change. Like, you know, so can't come in and just buy the whole thing. Two hundred thousand dollars is what it's worth at the moment. I mean, it's awesome. It is awesome. It's awesome. I, I at halftime, where were you mentally though? I was on I was on the show thinking, let's go, fuck it, New England. Let's go. I texted you. I was hand ringing so bad. Yeah. I'm going, man, man, please, Matt Patricia. I'm like, please, will you just throw the ball down the field? This like screen left, screen right, screen left, screen right. Like, come off it, man. I was like, Patricia, like, seriously, dude, in the second half, he finally started to throw the ball down the field vertically. They finally threw the ball to Hunter Henry. I mean, if everyone watching knows the Cardinals can't guard tight ends, why does it Matt Patricia? Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, buddy! It's almost you like <laughs> you watch him and you go, "He's trying to be something, or he's trying to do it the way that nobody thinks can be done." Like, it's it's how many times you run the same play over and over and over? And you're like getting frustrated. You can see you heard on that hot mic. Gumpy tweeted it too. I saw it That's only because awesome. he tweeted it, but he was like, you know, fuck. I mean, he's ma everybody's mad. I loved it from Mac. I loved it. It was exactly what you needed in that moment. You needed somebody at that exact point to look at Patricia and say, get your head out of your behind. Like, what are we doing? This is not working. But we this, is, this is what leaders do, right? Like, you know, you demand excellence of each other. I'm not fucking calling you out. Like, Be better so I can be better. That's, that's what you're supposed to do. I mean, and, and it definitely... Troy is not impressed. Troy Aikman is not impressed with Matt Patricia. He spent the better part of that entire broadcast <laughs> taking apart Matt Patricia and saying, 
I think the offensive coordinator job is the hardest job on a team. I don't think a defensive minded guy can do this. I don't think you can do it with two people. I don't think you can do it with this type of offense with these play calls. Mac is really frustrated. The offensive lines holding up at times. They can't run the foot. I mean, it was until the third quarter when things really changed with that fumble and the Patriots game kind of swung the momentum went into their, went to their favor when Hopkins fumbled the football for a touchdown then everyone kind of took a breath and relaxed and the Patriots started to move the ball and the play calling started to relax. Yeah. Like that was fun. Like that was a good moment. But until then it was knives and pitchforks and torches. To 10 at halftime. P row. I was like, all Uh-oh. right, I'm looking at the number going, all right, the Patriots are going to win, but like, this is bullshit. What, well, why, think about it though. Like if Kingsbury just kicks the field goal there. Oh, okay. Might be dead. King Kingsbury kicks the field goal. Kingsbury goes. It's they have seven points. It's 16, seven pages. Pages get the ball to start the half, but now they're pressed to a touchdown. They can't settle for a field goal. They got to right. score a touchdown, right? 13, 10, they go down the field, kick a field goal. Now it's 13, 13. Everyone's feeling comfortable and yeah. good about it. It's a whole different ball game. This Every is why day. guys like Belichick look at guys like Kingsbury and say you and Brandon Staley and all these analytical dweebs, at the end of the day, you aren't thinking about football, like what just mentally where the game goes four or five you know, possessions down as to where we're going to be. You guys want to be the smartest people in the room. So, yep, go for it. We'll get it fourth and one. Oh, whoops. We didn't get it. Oh, and we threw for it on top of that. Patriots couldn't block anybody. Couldn't stop anybody. The line was blocking the Patriots off the ball like crazy. Well, let's throw the ball. Yeah. With a backup quarterback. Brilliant yeah. idea. Cliff. Brilliant idea. <laughs> Huge. I mean, if I am Justin in Vermont, if I ever meet Cliff Kingsbury, if I win this contest, I'd walk up to him and say, thank you, sir, because I won $6.1 million because you decided to go for it on fourth down way too many times. Right. Four times, well, Dave. Four times. They turned the ball over on downs four times last night. <laughs> Not sure I've seen that before. Um. I'm just glad the Patriots won because, <laughs> because yeah. like I said, I was at halftime. I was like, all right, let's, let's, let's got a score coming out of the, the half. I said, we got to tie this up with field goal or score a touchdown. And they did scoop and score. I'm not going to lie. When he went in the end zone, I was like, I kind of let out some expletives and said, we're in, let's go. Got the second touchdown was breathing. Like, Yes. You know, we were trading texts. We were all kind of rooting for Justin in Vermont. Kind of. I know we all were. I think a lot of brigade people were. Was, everybody was. I mean, it was yeah. awesome. Everybody so, was. Chat was the brigade. I mean, the yeah. Discord channel, we were all in on Justin. Yeah. So the third play of the game happens. Kyler Murray on a field that I think we have to talk about at some point in the future, because that's the field for the Super Bowl. So many injuries occurred. In that game last night, just Murray uh, just came across torn ACL for Kyler Murray. Official, okay. Yep, they talked about it, but that's a nine-month injury for a guy who needs his legs to be effective. That's a significant blow. It's December, mm-hmm. so we're talking about September, October of next year. So he's going to miss all of mini camp. He's going to miss all of training camp. Not a good situation for the Cardinals at all. But the books did something last night that got a lot of people's attention. And not everybody liked my tweet that I put out last night where I said, this is not betting. This isn't how this is supposed to work. 
Now, this is just one company. There are multiple companies that did this. FanDuel, DraftKings, a bunch of other ones decided to refund Kyler Murray props across the board. Rushing props, touchdown props, first touchdown props, passing props, same game parlays, uh, parlays in general, interception props, anything involving, (laughs) anything involving Kyler Murray, it was refunded. Yeah. And so I wrote this. This isn't betting. This is not how this is supposed to work. The irony of you writing this is not lost on me. I can't wait to give you my my part, but go ahead, continue. So my whole point on these refunds is this for you folks. I do not work for a sports book, just FYI. Oh my God, breaking news. Go ahead. Everybody <laughs> thinks you do now. <laughs> no, don't work for a book. My problem is I don't mind that you got your money back. I don't mind you were refunded. My problem is when do you get your money back and in what situation do you get your money back? Because 48 hours it takes, by the way, to process this. By the way. But there were so many injuries that happened over the weekend where oh. players got hurt. Other this other this happened in other games. Hold on, hold on. Hold right. on. Injuries, shockingly, right? Injuries. No, no, wait. Hard. Hold on, hold on. I gotta get it. Go ahead, go ahead. Continue. So injuries happen across the board. Yes. My problem is Uh-oh. who gets to determine wait when and who gets refunded. And if you start the belly aching and the bitching, then the books are like, oh, well, okay. You're upset. I'm going to make you feel better because you're a crying baby. I'm going to stick a pacifier in your mouth and make you shut up. And then the the players are like, oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. But you aren't thinking about the other side of it as to when you then lose on a player prop that Uh is not refunded. And then you look and go, wait, you refunded it last time. Yeah, that was last time. Well, well, what's the rhyme or reason? There is no rhyme or reason. Whenever Mm. we fucking feel like it. That's when we're going to give it. We'll give you your money back. Mm. There's no consistency. There's no idea. So what you're creating is a group of people, gamblers, Mm -hmm. who then expect to get their money back. Because I'll tell you this, you can make a pretty strong case that if Kyler Murray doesn't get hurt, the Cardinals may win the football game. Uh huh. So shouldn't I, if I had the Cardinals plus two and a half, shouldn't I get my money back? Hold on, counselor. You went a little bit too far with that. Why? But okay. Injuries are injuries. Injuries change the game. So just because it's a one, because it's one market involving one player or one player affecting multiple markets, Mm -hmm. that one injury, fuck the game. Game doesn't matter. It's just a prop market. That's all we're talking about. Just a prop market. Right. And so everyone's people are just like, this is, this ain't it, man. This is bad. This is what, why do you care? Because gambling is a risk. Uh And injuries. Now you said it. Now you fucking said it. (laughs) And gambling on a, on a sport comes with injuries. Football is full of injuries. So if a player gets hurt and you put a bet out, that's just bad luck. You move on to the next one. Okay. It happens. I don't understand this whole idea of like, cause Ramondre Stevenson got hurt for the Patriots and the two players had, they refunded after everyone's belly aching and was like, where's my Stevenson refund. Then the books are like, all right, fine. We'll do him too. Like, wh- where's the line? Like, are we just keep on the, the, the more we whine, the better it is or the quicker we're going to refund these people? Well, all right. First things first. Six months ago, you were standing on top of the table yelling at me for being an asshole for saying we shouldn't refund these things. And you were you were trumping you books, you evil books, you this, you that. You blah, 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 blah. 
And I was like, Matt, calm the fuck down. And you said I was being a prick and all this different, other things. different situation, but yes, but, different okay. story. And I was but, like, I was like, and now you're being accused of working for the books. It's right. amazing. We've been doing the show for a year. How far all of this has come. It's the irony in it drives me to the moon, but in a good way. Second of all, it's a marketing cost. Mm -hmm. That's what it is because they give it to you. And I'm talking to you out there, not to you specifically, Matthew, right. but to you people watching. Okay. They give it to you because they know you're going to bet it back. They give it to you in bet credits. They're not giving it to you because they feel good. They're not giving it to you to make you feel good. They're giving it to you to bet, to make more money. It's a marketing cost. They get to pick when they give it to you and when they don't. You can cry all you want. It won't matter. They look at what they can give you and they give it back. Is it good uh, is it good business? It's absolutely good business. Is it the right way to do things? I don't think so. I well, don't know. You can't. Let me ask you, let me ask you this question because yes. I talk about bet credits. Yeah. Give you money. Do you think any state will step in and say your bet credits have to be part of your overall handle and we can tax it? Because the, the idea of – because. This is the dirty secret about gambling. If you've been betting for a long time, this is in every game you ever bet. And this is the, they want you to keep on playing. The more you play, the more likely it is you're going to lose. That's not just the book. That's, the, that's everything. All the casino. That's, that's gambling. Everything. That's yes. everything. Absolutely. That's, that's yeah. craps. That's everything. Blackjack, yes. poker, everything. The more you play, the more likely it is that the numbers factor into their favor and they will be able to take your money. So let's take a hundred dollars. Yes. You put $100 in on yes. Kyler Murray over 34 and a half rushing yards. Fair. Kyler, okay. Kyler Murray get, gets hurt, right? Yes. They give it to you back in bet credits. So now mm. there's $200 technically yes. in, in play volume. here. Yes. Volume, right? Yes. Because I can't withdraw that $100. You should not be able to. I don't think so. It's free. It's bet credit. It's, it's free it's, bets. It's, it's, it's not in, actual money. It's yeah, free it's, money. It's, it's actually betting on credit. Okay. Right. I'm if you want to go by the letter of the okay. law. Yep. Yes. And I, I can't withdraw that money. If I, if you say, Hey, I'm because the, 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 the analogy is I'm going to a book here. I'm, I'm going to go to Arizona. I go to, I go to, to, to the casino in Arizona, the week of a casino and I get a, a paper ticket. It's you know, over there. A paper ticket, hundred dollars, hundred dollars. Here's my paper. Ticket. I walk up and say, hi, um, can I get my bet credit please? And they go, what are you talking about? I go, well, they're refunding everything. Yeah, that's for the app only. Because that's what DraftKings yeah. did. DraftKings said, all digital Whoa. will refund it. If I'm going to Seabrook, New Hampshire, and I'm going to the book at Seabrook, New Hampshire, the in-person book, and I've bet Kyler Murray props with real money, cash, and I have a paper ticket, see ya. You don't get any part of it. This is a digital thing only. Okay, it's a digital thing. So oh, what are you doing? we're admitting that we're making up money. We're admitting that it's not actually people with real who put actual money down who have a paper ticket. I can't exchange that to rebet something else or get my money back. Oh no, no, no. This is just an application thing. So it's got to be in the ether. It's just in this make-believe world that we live in. It's not actually oh, a real thing. I better put these. So 
that's that's my problem with this whole thing is that like by the way the books are behaving they're telling you what they're doing they're telling you that it's not real mm. and the marketing cost is just in the hopes that you well hey you bet a five-team parlay today with kyler murray so we're going to refund that here's your 10 bucks back go bet another five-team parlay <laughs> that's what they're hoping that you're going to wind up doing so it's just ah. Uh, I don't mind that the books gave you your money back. It's just that you have to you have to think about this on a bigger scale, on, 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 a, on, a, on a bigger picture as to how this is going to go. I don't mind that, Kyler Murray, you guys got everything back. It's the length that it went to. And then the Ramondre Stevenson thing happened mm-hmm. where he got hurt. He came back, got hurt again. Mm-hmm. I didn't see anybody give me my money back for the Tariq Hill injury that happened in the Dolphins game. It was, I, I, was was I was on Tariq. I was on Tariq Hill over eight and a half percent, over eight or more receptions. I was on Tariq Hill. He yeah. got hurt. He finished with six. What was that? Where's my Sunday? Yeah, Sunday night. Yeah. Chargers primetime game, right? Chargers Dolphins, big game, big player. Yeah, but it was a primetime game. Where's my? It, where, where, hey, come on now. Well, why am I? Why am I not getting it back? Well, because they don't. The people that make these decisions don't work on the weekends, Matthew. <laughs> They don't it's work just, on the weekends. I, they don't work. They don't work on the marketing people, the finance people, the lawyers. They don't work on the weekends. They're gonna not give you to make this decision on a Sunday. Are you nuts? <laughs> they can't. They can't do that. Who are they gonna? Their lives were made hell last night. They 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 got they probably got inundated with shit and said, "What are we doing?" Just give them the money back. My inbox is blowing up. This kid running the social media that we're not paying shit to to run the social media is getting buried. Give them the money back. Fuck them. Like that's how the decisions was made. This was, but it's day. not giving the money back. That's that's my whole problem with it. It's like it comes across as a quote refund, but it's not a refund. Oh no, it's not a refund. It's like when you buy something at the store. I was at the furniture store last week. I said, if I buy this and I take it home, and my wife says that's the ugliest fucking chair you've ever bought. Take this back. Can I bring it back and get my money back? She says, you could get store credit. I said, it'll be in my car. It'll be in my house for five minutes. I'll have it back in an hour. And she said, yeah, you could get store credit. So I got to buy something else. That's what this is. And they keep the money. They keep the money. They can resell the chair. They could, because the cash is what they are after. Right. That's all. And so while you, so you think in your, your account, Oh, I got my money back. No, you didn't get your money back. Okay. Yeah. You got to just ever getting the money back that goes into your bet credits, whatever fund it is that that's their money. Now that you can bet off of it and win and then collect. Right. Right. You may have to, you know, rotate it through five, 10 times whom, how many times you got to roll over. Who knows? They ain't going to give you that money. Easy. Hey, no, to read the house rules, man. Whatever, whatever your house rules are. But like, so that's you know, circa is is the lid on my head right now. Yeah, Benson's scorched earth with everybody. Yeah, he said we pay all the nos, so all the unders on Kyler Murray paid all the. Uh, so know. let me throw this at you because I, yeah. I I was going I said to Jeffrey on on Twitter last night with this. What if a book? This is when will never happen, but let me play out the the, the hypothetical. What if a book said? Kyler Murray got hurt. So we're not paying out any of the unders. 
on Kyler Murray. He didn't play. So the injury, so by your, by logic of paying out the yes, couldn't I take the same logic and, pay, and not pay out the no? Well, that's bad business. Okay, but it's still I mean, the you, same you, logic. You pay out if you if you if you pay out one side and you refund the others. I mean, that's fair, right? Sure, but what if you just say I'm not I'm going to refund everybody? Hey, books I, have done that too. I'm refunding the whole. The market's closed. Refund everybody. Hey, you may have hit. You know, everybody who bet the no. Sorry, you're getting your money back. You bet $100 to win $100. Nope, sorry, you're getting 100 bucks back in, in credit. That's it. Uh, it's the books, same logic. Yeah, some books some books have done that. So that's that they just give it all back. They don't there's nobody wins. That's and more the fair to me. That's more fair to me. Of course, the winners are more pissed in that situation. Of course. And that's they, <laughs> but but the problem is that somebody's always pissed. Right. This business is about what you don't have and what you didn't do. Like there's a great line from a guy that I work with, T. Foss, used to say it all the time. They come up to the counter and ask for what you don't have or what you didn't do every Mm. day. It's part of the business. And you pay out half them and you give back half of them. People are pissed. You don't you don't pay out anybody. You give everybody the money back and say no harm, no foul. Somebody's pissed. It's hard. I mean, but it's gambling. The whole cycle of life from the beginning of this segment to now is that it's gambling. There's crying all over both sides of the counter. The guys in the back behind the counter cry just as much, if not more, than everybody on the other side. Now, everybody's got a platform and can chirp about it and talk about it and all this other shit. Guess what? Today, more games, new stuff. Fuck it. I just Fair. don't know how you pick. That's right. The, my my thing is the picking and the choosing is setting a bad precedent. If you give your kid candy every time they cry, guess what they're going to do? Huh, I'm going to cry every time. My dad hands me a Snickers every time I fucking cry. You finally say, fuck it. I don't have a Snickers. Keep crying. Well, what's the matter? What did I do? But now I'm going to go. You can't go pick different parents. You stop <laughs> crying. At some point, the books are going to have to go. Bets go as written. Well, that's Vegas, right? I mean, that's what happens here. And that's what I keep on coming back to in terms of how different the non the other the non-Nevada state books are because of that exact thing. Because if you're in, let's just grab any state, let's just say Iowa. Mm-hmm. You're in Iowa. There are, you know, 10 books, 15 books to operate in the state. Mm-hmm. If one book does it, all of a sudden every book has to do it. Well, you Except make that for, decision. You make you you make that decision. You don't have to. Right. And then you watch people leave your platform and go to that other one because they're giving them, you know, whatever. I mean, on the street, like if those were drug dealers, the guy giving away the free sample is going to take people with him. Well, and he, you know, out on the street, that guy may end up not being able to do his job. <laughs> he may end up in a place where he is not going to worry bet. about giving away. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's out in the desert. Fubu, Fubu bet. <laughs> Gone. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's peer pressure to do it, and you may have to do it in a state like that. But at some point, 
You don't have to do it. You go, look, we offer fair prices. Our app works. We're consistent. We're open every day at 8 o'clock. We're here to pay you. We try to do our best with customer service. We do our best with withdrawals and deposits. We don't give the money back in this situation because I can't pick when to give it back and when to don't. Is it only primetime games? Well, obviously not because we didn't do it on Sunday. <laughs> so is it only quarterbacks? No, because you gave the Stevenson money back. I don't know where you – it's it's such a sip, slippery slope. And I know you didn't go to law school, but you think you're a, a lawyer. It's a very good legal case counselor. I don't know. I, I think it sets bad precedent, bad precedent. But it's business. That's what everybody's doing. Now, would you as a customer say you're very happy mm-hmm. with your at? Mm-hmm. You don't get your money back last night. And it's other book where you can just transfer the money or you go and open up a new account. I'm going to go there. And because they gave away, but they gave me the money. They gave their customers the money back. I should always bet there. Now you go there and you go, man, this app sucks. <laughs> I don't like the way this looks on my screen. Geez, they got minus 114 on straight bets. My other book had 110. Do you go back? Or do you I mean, open I up an account in both? I oh, I mean, me, I open up an account in both, but I, I, I am somebody who I'm learning as I've gone through this five, six-year process. I'm I'm learning more about some of the tricks. Maybe that's the wrong word, some of the incentives that books are using. Oh, and and so tricks I, is a good word. It's not Halloween, but it's it could be it could be called tricks, but go ahead, sir. Yeah, I, I just I feel like it's not fair to call them that. But it's it but giving somebody money for free in this way. I don't know. I did I feel I feel like if it was a real refund, I should be able to withdraw the money. <laughs> okay. If you're giving me my money back, give me my money back. Okay. I, I should have a right. So I went to Arizona on Saturday, opened up a Betfred account, a WinBet account, uh, and a FanDuel account. And place wagers on all of them, op- funded all the books, place all the wagers. And so I'm, I'm watching different things with, the, with, with different plays in different books. And like all three were very easy to get my money out, my real money. So I put money in, I bet all day Sunday, put, took, took my money out. When I took my money out, it, it all, it went directly in, but the free bet, the bonus offers that you get, you can't take, they're not giving you free money. You have to go ahead. Like there's like every book had these very interesting fine print. You must bet this at this amount at this much. You'll get this amount coming to you after this amount. You have to wait, you have to wait a week. Some a couple of the books are like wait a week, play, make another bet. Then you get another, another free roll. Like it was all about customer. You can see what they're doing is all about customer retention, trying to keep you playing. Oh, no, no, no. Was it even about customer retention? It's about preventing themselves from being abused by the bonus horse. Go ahead. That too. Okay, sure. And, you know, in, in, in certain books, I mean, it's happened. We've talked about with Betfred. Betfred's had an Arizona only thing for, for, for certain books in Arizona. You have to be a resident in Arizona. So you can't come down from Nevada and make the play. So like, I, I understand what they're trying to do with that. Cause they want to be for the people who actually live in the state who are yes. residents of the state, but it's, it's not real money. So when it comes to the other side, the business side, the tax side, 
And how are we going to track Ooh. this? And when we, when we report mm. handle, we report revenue and we're using this information because the American gaming association is giving us these numbers to then go and justify legalization in other States to go, okay, X, Y, Z politician, go ahead and pass it in your state because this state has done X, Y, and Z. These numbers are all Fugazi. They don't, they, 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 hey! they, 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 they don't exist. My grandpa. Oh like, my <laughs> fucking God. The show's over. Oh. So, so that's my problem with the whole thing. Is it like you, st- when you get oh. really down deep and you're, you're doing it. Cause in Nevada, we don't do this. Like we don't have any of this stuff that goes on in Nevada. We don't Vegas books don't do this. So it's all this new world, the Arizonas of the world, the, you know, Iowa's, Illinois, New Hampshire's, you know, soon to be Ohio's of the world. And it's like, wait a minute. Like, is anybody asking the right questions in these States, Massachusetts, my home state, they're handing out yesterday, Encore win, got their license today, bet MGM and MGM, Springfield getting their license tomorrow will be, I think pens tomorrow, but like you're handing these right. things out. These things are extremely valuable, but like the, the tracking and the way that we're going to account for this stuff, it just seems like it's all monopoly money. I feel like I'm playing the game of life with Madeline and I'm just like, I'm giving you 500 to give me a thousand. Like, it's just, it's not real. <laughs> like This is not real money. And that's why it's all on the application. It's weird. I said this to you last night. I've been betting with paper tickets the last three days just because there's a book by my house that now has things that I don't have their app. So I go there because I like the menu that I'm that I'm I'm betting with their menu. And it's funny to me because I actually think about the money differently when it's in my hand and I'm handing it back and forth than when it's on my phone. And I'm betting more money in person than I am on my phone. It feels different though. On my phone, for whatever reason, just it's just a number. But in my hand, it's cash going back and forth, cashing a ticket, buying the ticket, cashing the ticket, buying the ticket. It's a psychological thing. How you felt last week when Maddie was singing in that thing Uh and and a source of pride and everything. (laughs) I I feel like it right now because. Come a long way, Grasshopper. I I feel like you have seen the light. I'm so. (laughs) <laughs> like, like, okay, now we have to just explain this to people that can make the decisions for the next wave. The people that are in it have to know, like, you better be asking these questions. I've been asking these questions for fucking four years. When they started talking, I read, read the PASPA stuff, and I'm like, these guys are lawyers. Like, what are they doing? Like, they're everybody's in a rush to get this business open. Ask yourself why. And then ask yourself who's... Well, part of it is articles. because the public wants it, though. I mean, so talk about the bad beat refund. People in Massachusetts are standing on tables and yelling at their politicians. Give us the chance to vote or to, to, to bet. If you don't, we're going to vote you out. Like... There's people who are so they've got the a rush. People in Massachusetts are doing the best job of anybody in the last two years of asking all the right questions and throwing warning shots across the bow, saying, "We'll get. We can give you the license, but we can take it the fuck away too. <laughs> Don't fucking embarrass us." Right. 
and warning and investigating and having conversations. You, I keep on coming back to something you said a long time ago, which I can't figure out. Is it why if you were, if I was a state Senator in Indiana or um, who's the next one, Wisconsin, um, these states that are all toying with the idea, I would book a flight to Nevada and I would see who I could talk to here. <laughs> and I would say, okay, guys, if you were me, and, I, and, and, you, and you were going to ask the right questions as to what my state should or should not be doing. I, no one, as far as I know, as far as what you have told me, that, that has not really happened. The gaming control boards are not coming to Nevada and saying, oh, hey, they guys. Have. At the beginning, they did. Some guys from different states came. and they New Jersey did. I know that. But started, I don't yeah, remember hearing like, you know, different states and like Tennessee people coming no. here and being like, how did you guys do it? Or oh, Washington, no, D.C. No, 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 no. They already knew. They, they came and said, these fucking guys in Nevada are doing their own thing. Fuck them. We're not doing that. We'll do it our way. You know, and everybody's out for themselves in a lot of ways. Nobody's out for to start a business. You know, they'll tell you they're out to start a business, create jobs, all this other bullshit. Figuring out how to get paid. Everybody's figuring out how to get paid. Mm -hmm. And they're using the book as a way in. Wait till you see what 2023 brings. You know what's happening. Mm. This, 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 this casino in your hand thing, it's going to be polarizing. It's going to be polarizing. You sat at a blackjack table as if I. Um, it's different when you're playing it on your on your phone than when you're playing it in person. You just experienced it with the betting. Go bet if your unit size is $20 and you're betting 22 to win 20. Go make five straight bets and hand over a buck ten, and get five tickets. And then that wasn't you, the, the yeah for me that wasn't the issue to, for for me for me it was just the interaction of it. Did you like, like the, it? I missed it. I, didn't, I I just haven't done it for a really long time. I right. used to do it when I, when I was working at the Palazzo. Yeah. I used to do it all the time. I used to walk up to the counter before my before my shift. I'd, I'd walk up, right. the, you know, at, at Legazi Stadium. I'd go up and make bets. Of the Did you do it at the at, Palms too. At the, the morning at yep. the Palms. The Palms. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I was the first one. I made the first ever USFL bet in at at CG. It was eight o'clock in the morning, first day that USFL opened up. Eight oh one. I was the first one to make a bet at CG. They listed the entire screen and go, you're the first one we ever do, first bet we've ever taken on the USFL. So yeah, I would do that as well and just do it in guy in the risk room was probably like, who's this asshole betting <laughs> at USFL right now at eight oh one in the morning? Yeah, the fifty bucks that the gig will be okay with it, but uh, and it and it actually cashed. Um, but like it's been a it's been a for me. I bet so often on apps and so many different apps, right? Just the the process of the interaction the interpersonal looking at somebody across the way on three straight days, the same guy seeing the same guy talking to the same guy mm -hmm. like that. That was nice. It was, it was unique. Like we got into the conversation. I talked to the guy, what are you doing? Like it was just, it was a different experience than the one, two, three, four, five button push. Okay. We're in game over type of thing. Old fashioned, I guess is a way of explaining it. I missed it. It's human. Yeah. Right. It's human. It's there, there's a, there's, our whole lives are missing that in a lot of ways. COVID and, caused a lot of it too. Right. It did. And that's what I mean. Like those little interactions are, are, are worth a million bucks. Um, especially if the person on the other side of the counter is cool. Like when they're not having a good day, listen, those aren't easy either. I was, I was in a book on Sunday and 
Whew, like, and I knew the day that they were having, and there were people smoking cigars, blowing it right up in the counter. And I was like, man, you guys, you, you know, and I mean, and then shoots us on this mission about secondhand smoke versus, um, you know, Gambling offshore danger. betting, yep. which is worse. I felt like I was dying every day being in that smoke and filled environment. And I thought, oh man, like what happens if Nevada went smoke free? What would happen? Everybody would close. Really? Oh, it would be tough. It would be a huge, oh. I mean, like they can't even section off a place. Like there's sections of the casino that are non-smoking and either people bitch about it or the casino bitches that the machines are down in those areas because people that don't smoke, don't gamble. Well, <laughs> you'd be surprised. We made all the books non-smoke free at CG. People went to the apps and, and more people hung out in the books longer. I mean, it can work, but I don't know. It's, 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 a, it's, that's a whole nother topic. The way that they've done this now, it's good to have the discussions, but you just have to think going forward. And we have a lot, I got a lot of lawyers following me. I got a lot of people asking questions about stuff like that. I mean, it's only a matter of time before I, I, I wanted to start a consultant fee five years ago. And I still, I, I talked to Schutz about this. I'm like, let's start a consultant fee, you know, a consultant business. We can tell you, we'll be glad to tell you. We're going to help you avoid all of these things that are going to come up. Like we've already seen a lot of it in Nevada. They don't want to listen. Mm -mm. It's wild. All right. The Patriots are currently in the playoffs. They are. Right. Right now, they're currently in the playoffs. So the whole division is in? Right now. Unfucking believable. The question I have is that if the Patriots play the Chiefs, how badly do they lose? Because right in, now, it would be Patriots at Arrowhead. In Kansas right City? Yes. <sighs> they almost have lost to Kansas City last year, remember? It was bad. I don't know if it's bad, bad. I mean, don't you think the Patriots will be able to Patriots will be able to run the ball in Kansas City? If they get everybody back. I mean, they've got two hurt running backs. I don't know how the Patriots are this stacked at running back, but like who was running the ball for like 50 yards yesterday? For the I don't Patriots? know who that guy was, but he looked good. <laughs> two of them. Hey, the other Harris. And another guy who I I literally thought guy. at one point when I saw Harris on the back, I'm like, wait a second, did he get dressed and come in? <laughs> come back yeah, when right. Stevenson? Did they let him get dressed? <laughs> Batman, it just come out of nowhere. Be like, Let's another go. Harris. Yeah, no, different. I mean, I was stunned last night. I was like, what are we doing? And they're, I mean, it's incredible. They ran Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris yesterday. And then, they, and then they ran the DB version of Smith, of Jones, rather, of jo of Marcus Jones. I mean, <laughs> just the Patriot way. Next man up, running back by committee, run through him. And the Patriots were able to move the ball effectively, consistently on the ground. So, yeah, I mean, they've got four running backs now. So let's see what they do, see where they go. But... No, I don't think that they beat the Chiefs in KC. I don't think they have a shot in hell of beating Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I don't think so either. I'm just trying to figure out what the line would be. Seven and a half? Higher. Woo, double digit, huh? No. 
Nine, nine and a half. Nine and a half. See where it goes. Oh, my God. Let you take the Patriots when all those people take them. You might be able to get away with seven and a half, but I, I, I think you, I think they'll lay that. I don't know. I mean, but, it's, it's, it's and again, it's so hard to do now for then. Like I love, I get these texts. Well, what would the Patriots be at Kansas City today? If they were playing on Sunday, it would probably be eight and a half. You know, well, what would it be in the playoffs? Uh, is is Mac playing quarterback? Is everybody okay? Who's playing? It's you know, so you could do the theoretical numbers, but I mean today, you just go back. I mean, Kansas City was uh I'd have to go back and look at their last two home games and see who they were favored against them and how, by how much, but it's at least seven and a half. I think it's higher. Patriots can win a playoff game. The, the, the graphics yeah. ask the question. Don't, I mean, they can win. I just don't think they can beat Kansas City. But what if they play Baltimore in Baltimore? Possible. I don't know, man. They got Unlikely. the team. Unlikely. Unlikely. By the way, the Jets are not in the playoffs. The Jets are the odd team out today. Yeah. And the Chargers, too. Patriots have the tie. Pats have the tiebreaker on the Chargers and the Jets based upon the best win percentage in conference games and the tiebreaker over the Jets due to head to head. So, who's the three playoff teams? Cincinnati, Miami, Miami, and New England. New England. Yep. Chargers and Jets out. Correct. It's going to be fun last four weeks, man. And that's why the game against the Raiders here on Sunday is a must win. For the Patriots. Wouldn't that be sick if they lost that game? Mm-mm. Josh would be <laughs> talking about saving your job in a lot of ways, or at least getting good graces, beat the Patriots and Belichick. Patriots are minus one today. Like we didn't yep. know that was going to happen. Right? right. We told everybody on the show yesterday, if you like the Patriots last night, bet them today. It was a pick or yesterday though, right? Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's not that different. Well, no, now you can play pick and you can take one. That's what they're gonna. I mean, they're waiting to see how high this will go. This will this will come back, you know, because you have pick, and now you can. I mean, they're hoping this gets to two and a half, minus, right? Patriots, Patriots minus two and a half. Then they'll bet the Raiders. And they'll have a middle. They'll have a side. They'll have everything. These fucking games around pick are brutal for the book, because you get both sides. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to the, the the week in a second. But so the Cardinals have an interesting dilemma. What do you do with Cliff Kingsbury? Do you bring him back? Is it his fault they dropped passes too? No, but it is his fault that they went, they turned the ball over on downs four times. That is his call. It's like he's trying too hard on those situations, right? You just like kick the, the, the one time I thought kick the field goal. And in the it. first half, I mean, there's multiple yeah, times. I mean, it's he, just, he left six points on the field and a missed field goal. He, I mean, they, they left nine points on the field last night. That could have changed the whole complexion of the game. Kyler's injury changes everything now. So this guy covers, this guy covers the Cardinals. Tweeted this last night that fan apathy is going to be a serious issue if Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury both come back next year. 
time being the GM. Wait, say that again? Fan, fan apathy in Arizona. It's going to be a serious issue if Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury return next year. They're both signed until 2027 and 2028. Their contracts were extended last offseason. Listen, I lived in Arizona when every game was blacked out. Every game was blacked out except the Cowboy game every year. And then Plummer, um, no, who turned them around? I can't remember who the quarterback was. They started getting good. Plummer was one of the guys that did it. Yeah, I think it was Plummer. Um, and all of a sudden, winning fixes everything in apathetic markets. Yep. But losing accentuates everything in apathetic markets. If you don't win, people don't come. There's a hell of a lot of things to do in Arizona. You can go golfing. You can go hiking. You don't need to blow a Sunday watching a game. Right. You don't. I mean, you know, where we're from, in cold places, you can't go outside and you love right. to watch the games. It's Fair. part of your life. It's a great point. It really is. It's one that I learned more now than living in this environment. I understand it way more than I did when I was growing up. I never understood that. I was like, it's a, the mountains will always be there. It'll always be there. Sam, Sam's not going anywhere. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? Go to the game. You got three hours. Go to the game. Watch the game. Three. No, it's a different story. It's not just not part of the culture, not, not part of the rhythm of the, of the life. I, ne I, I, I never forgot when um, Mark McGuire said it during an all-star game in interview in the dugout. He's talking about playing in the all-star game and how he grew up watching the all-star game. You know, everybody went to the beach all day and then they went home and watched the all-star game. And my buddies and I were like, you go to the beach and then watch the all-star game. Like we're hoping it's not raining in July in Pittsburgh. Like it just, just like, it was such a different mentality. And I, you know, started to really see that, especially when I went to Curacao, there wasn't a person on that fucking Island that could care less about the football games. So we were handling a millions of dollars in his office and not one of them gave a shit about their Sunday watching the games. Not one of them. And I was right. like, oh, this is what it's like to be in a place where none of this is important. It was okay. weird. I, when I drove to Arizona, I hadn't since I hadn't been to the Hoover Dam since before COVID. And I hadn't done the, done the, done the actual drive that I had done for a while. So like, ah. I go over and I, you know, I see Lake Mead and I've seen that. I've seen that. And normally I, I would turn off if I was going to go to the actual Hoover Dam and I'd done right. that, but I'd never gone just over the Pat Tillman bridge. And it's like, it's incredible. <laughs> like 30 minutes for our, from our 45 minutes for our houses. It's like this insane oh. mountain dam oh. bridges, oh. ups oh. and downs, undulate. I mean, it was oh. like, like, this is, I, I had to like take a second to like take it all in going like, I didn't grow up anything near this. Like I never saw anything like this until I turned in my, until I came here. So six years ago, seven years ago when I came here, it is yeah. remarkable. Like how different Argentina just scored on Croatia, by the way, in case you guys care. Oh boy. One, nothing Argentina. Oh boy. That's so. uh geez. That's big. That's the semifinal, right? Sebastian Anthony just won 1200 on Messi to score. Congratulations. Seabass. Wow.
How about I'm, that? Not bad Christian Hastings just asked, where did you get your Lakers hat from, Dave? I absolutely love it. This is uh, the Consig model only. Yeah. The kids had this thing made, especially. Lakers there, Lakers there, and then they got the Consig That's beautiful. stitched on the side. This is, yeah, the, the girls did an unbelievable job. This was my one of my gifts last year. And uh, the best part was when they said, uh, we need to make our dad a hat. And they started describing it. And they're like, oh, wait, you're, you're Dave's daughters? <laughs> That's it awesome. killed them. It Ding. killed them. They're like, really? <laughs> they're like, oh, wait, we got it. He's yeah. good with the hats. We got to make sure this one is nice. Nice. It was great. I listen that's, to Kylie tell the story to this day, and I just get a giggle because I'm like, yeah, awesome. your dad might know something. By the way, Cliff Kingsbury, very well, if he's fired by the Cardinals, could be back with the Patriots as their OC. Which, as a Patriots fan, would you not love or love? In love. Love, love. <laughs> In love, jump up and like, down. Love, love, love. <laughs> if all, I'm all he's worrying about is calling plays, and that's it. Love, love, love. For Mac Jones. <laughs> through the roof let's do it kingsbury come home come on buddy come Can back home imagine and there might be a guy named tom brady who may want to go play with him too one year that's what bill simmons said last night and everyone's killing him for it and i think he's right simmons said it with the manning cast and everyone's like fuck you get out of here you right. moron boston fan right brady's not going back well He's not letting Matt Patricia call the place. Agreed. Cliff Kingsbury calling the place? Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of a different spin there by Mr. Brady. It's wrong. People might be a little more interested. Tom might be going, oh, all right. Hey, Matt, you want to learn for a year behind the goat? Let Cliff go and build a new offense? Go ahead. Matthew Judon's got 14 and a half sacks, by the way. 14 and a half sacks. <laughs> They got one of the best DBs. Again, you never heard of secondary's tough linebackers. Good defensive lines. Nasty. Uche's a find love that kid. Oh God. That defense is going to right next year. That defense is going to eat next year. Are you, are you done? No, because <laughs> I want Brady back for a year. So badly. <laughs> Kingsbury Brady, go find a couple of washed up wideouts that Tom can turn into good players. Listen, the wideouts look okay. They're all right. I mean, Nelson Aguilar's been okay. Paul, I mean, that play it was awful with Parker. That was, I give Aguilar a lot of credit for stamping his feet and yelling and screaming, getting get him off the field. He can't even keep his feet. Dude set. couldn't keep his balance. Was all, he was all what? Yep. what they're they're like, will somebody please stop the play? He needs please. attention. Yeah, and I, I give him credit for doing that. Time out. And Parker's the only concussion, so he's out for this week for sure. So that's going to stink. But yeah, Patriots wideouts haven't looked horrible. And they've got Hunter Henry and they got John o. Smith. What a bust John o. Smith's been. But Hunter Henry's been good. He's been fun. So are they going to make the playoffs? Ask me after the Raider game. <laughs> it literally hinges on the Raider game to me. It's a big, it's the biggest game of the year. It's the biggest game since Mac Jones's playoff game. It's do you want to go to the game? Sunday. Do I want? I will so go to going on. I will go to the game, but I'm not taking Madeline. Yeah, that's fine. 
the kids this is not it's not a place for kids it's just it's just not i know but what if we get it in an area where it is a place for kids all right then yeah then i then i'd go if if, if we get it in a place where i feel comfortable but like that game that was a yeah, preseason we're not, game we're not sitting up there we're just i no i, I just don't I had, know if i, I want to go <laughs> i had good seats no i know but like i, I good seats depending on like right what would I call with the general population? I mean, there's no need for it. We don't need to do it. Like, I mean, I don't want to go and have the, the kids. Have I a probably would experience. feel better because you, because you would being there having two adults, two adult males being there. I might feel a little more comfortable. It was just me and her. And it was like, I felt extremely exposed. And there are people around me. I was like, man, if this got ugly, it was a preseason game. So yeah. That was my only, but yeah, I mean, I would go to the game now. I mean, Raider fans are going to give their tickets up. They don't have any real desire to go. Right. So, I mean, tickets aren't going to be hard to find. Kind of in particular, it's going to be nice. Can see in the Tampa game though, as well at the same time. Oh, sure. I mean, going to games ruins the day. I mean, I'm used to watching eight games at once. Watching one is torture. <laughs> like, it's so fun. Well, there's only, I mean, that's the only other game. I don't give a shit about the Tennessee and the Charger game, essentially, right. or the Arizona Denver game. But I, I do, though, because it okay. matters for the playoffs. With the, if the Chargers lose that game, it's huge for the Patriots. I understand, but like, it would be fun. We'll see. I don't know. Okay. All right. So we've got Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, football, NFL football this it's week. Too much. Is it? That's, I mean, come on. <laughs> Enough with the bullshit. We get all excited about all these games and all this stuff, and then we get a game like last night where people were like game. in the first half. Like, it's a good game because your Patriots were playing. No, second half was good. First half sucked. Second half was second good. Second half was good. Yeah, that was fun. 17 nothing. second half. It was fun. It was awesome. It was fun watching the Patriots defense feast. I was in love with it. That's, that's <laughs> fine. But for the general people. Didn't uh, like it. How'd that game stay know. under? Oof. A lot of people were asking themselves that question last night. It was night. a minor well, miracle that thing's 43 and a half. I think stayed under. How the hell did that stay under? 44 to close. Another prime I mean, time look, under, by the way. That's They're 57%. I got it right here. Prime time unders are now 24, 18, and 1. It's unbelievable. I can't believe 18 games have gone over. Hard to remember right. 18 of them going over. I know. So we have San Fran and Seattle on Thursday. Yep. That's a good game. It is a good – well, let's hope it's a good game. But, yeah, the total right. is 43, three and a half. Saturday is Baltimore at Cleveland in Miami. I love Saturday's games. Let me be the first one to say it. I love Saturday. You don't love – you don't love Colts, Vikings, though. The Colts are four-point dogs yep. against the Minnesota Vikings. Let's take the glasses off. Just The books just keep on people. calling let's, them frauds, frauds, frauds. And now they're, they're getting mad. Up. They're putting lines up like that. Folks are telling you, we think the Vikings are frauds and we're going to put lines up like that because the pros are 100% convinced of it. And if you give them too many points, they're going to be all over Indy. But this might be what Jeffrey Benson likes to refer to as a trap line. (laughs) Might it not be? Okay, J.J. Gruden. (laughs) You might have gotten the pros with this one because they can't resist the Colts. They can't quit the Colts. They've been betting them all season long. And Saturday coming was great for Monday because they usually (laughs) were, you know, they were going to cover. But now they play on Saturday. Saturday still coaching them. And they're only four. Four. Here we go, Minnesota. Here we go, Vikings. 
get them gold chains out. Oh. You better house this team. I can't wait to watch this game on Saturday. They're not going to house them. No, nobody thinks they are. They they're need to. House. They're not going to. No. But Baltimore at Cleveland and Miami at Buffalo are buckle up, must-see TV football games. Oh, I can't wait. I can't Standalone, wait. take Saturday off. <laughs> Miami, <laughs> Buffalo in primetime in the absolute, hopefully, shit weather. Two to four inches, yep. Miami got, Miami got any shot of covering that game? It's, I know it's only mm. Tuesday, but my God. Oh, I, I am watching the weather closely, and I – right now the low is 26, high of 33. You have a 70% chance of rain and or snow, depending on the temperature. <laughs> if this continues to go down, if it's a 25 to 28-degree temperature kick with yep. snow coming down, Miami is – F'd with a capital F. Terry Kill's not going to play. I, I mean, in that weather, oh, you, can't, you can't have a bad ankle. I mean, seven and a half right now. I, I just need to wait a little bit. I just can't bet a Saturday game on Tuesday, but like I want Buffalo. Everyone's going to want Buffalo. It's just a bad, it's a bad week, bad matchup, bad week to have a short week coming off of a West coast two game trek without your best wideout. Schedule maker didn't Miami no favors with a three game roadie, two in California, and then go to Buffalo. Warms Warm, up sunny, nice, woo, and then boom, you got <laughs> here's the you, Arctic cold, boys. You Enjoy got two it. weeks to, to spend in San Francisco, which is nice this time of year, maybe nicer than it is in the summer, right? It's not too bad. Then they shoot down to LA and hang out for a week. <laughs> now it was cold you, there, but it but it wasn't Buffalo cold. We sent you to Buffalo. Yes. Good to do that. And then Sunday, we have the entire full slate, including Giants commanders in primetime, which is a fun game. Patriots Raiders, locally a fun game. And then other than that, though, the Sunday games are. Eh, but then Rams Detroit in the Jets, Matthew. Only game for of the week. Uh, Detroit in the Jets is game of the week. Game wow. of the week. Not game of the game of the day, not the week. It's an elimination game. It's not a game of the week. It's a game of the day. Talk about the Lions are going to make the playoffs. Baltimore Browns is a better game. Miami Buffalo is a better game. Baltimore Browns. Definitely. Yes. Talk about. It's a big game in the division. 30, 37 and a half total versus 44 and a half. Give me the Jets and the Lions. Can't believe I got to root for the Jets there. Although actually I want the Lions. No, I'm right now. I know. I'm on the lines. Really? Please. Take the game. Saturday's games are better than Sunday's games. I'll say that. Sunday's games are. I mean, the afternoon games are are better than the morning games. Monday night game is awful. Rams, Packers. What are you talking about? I thought we were making plans to go see this guy in Green Bay. That's fine. Next year. Rams, Packers. Oh, thank God. I thought you were talking about this going to be cold if we go on Monday. Eight degrees a kickoff projected. Ben, we ain't coming this week. We ain't coming in December or November for that matter. But that is so enjoy the games on Saturday. We're going to have a lot of fun coming up with that. But here's a question. So Thursday night, we mentioned Niners, Seattle. Yep. Four, uh, the 49ers are favored by three and a half points on the road. Yeah. Would you use this game in a contest? No. But if Purdy, it was on Sunday, would you consider using it? Yes. 
You would. Yes. Which side? This is hard. Niners. I don't know who's playing quarterback. Well, if Purdy plays, I think Purdy's going to play. Why would he like, play? Why would he not? Or why? Why would, would he, he not? Because he got hurt. Purdy got hurt. Yeah, he has an oblique injury. He's got a rib injury. Oh, got shit. got hit. Got hit hard. Oh, well, who's going to play quarterback? Well, <laughs> who's going to play quarterback? Brock Purdy is going to play quarterback. Well, if it ain't Brock Purdy, who's going to play? Uh, Josh Johnson. <laughs> yes. Show's over. But three and a half would tell you that the books project that Purdy is going to play, right? Because if Josh Johnson's the quarterback, they're not favored at Seattle. Yes, they are. Really? Yeah. I mean, one, you're going to let him bet you back the other way. I mean, Seattle lost at home to Carolina. Are you going to make them favored? I don't hmm. think so. Oh, man, that's brutal. Wow. Yeah. I don't know if Bernie was hurt. Yeah, so watch that. Ravens are dogs again. There were dogs to your Steelers, and they're dogs now here to the Browns. Same line. This, this, this is the WTF football line of the weekend. Don't make no sense. I don't understand this. Don't make I, no I, sense. Why, whether it be Huntley or Jit Lamar, what is this? Not buying the Ravens at all? Is Watson suddenly going to find it? Because the first two weeks, he stunk. <laughs> it's just, He's been uh, awful. Offense has been pathetic. <laughs> I don't have a clue what they see with this Browns team. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I may have to bet this way early just because I'm like, I don't understand how this is possible. Perry Adakis says he's on Cleveland minus two and a half. Tell me okay. why in the chat, John. Why? Who are, Who are you backing? I got Harbaugh against Stefanski. I got Watson, who looks a shell of himself to the point where I would consider Brissett playing until Watson figures it out. Yeah, they ain't going to do that. And you have Huntley, who runs as well. I mean, he's not. I heard somebody say that they're the same quarterback. No, they're not. All right. Lamar Jackson and Huntley are not the same quarterback, but the offense is run very similarly. And Huntley could do similar things, not as well, but similar things to Lamar Jackson. So I don't get it. Like they're winning without even giving the ball to Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews hasn't had 100 yards receiving in like six weeks been a shadow of himself this year. Fancy owners are freaking out. Like, where did Mark Andrews go? What is going on? But they're winning. I, 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 I don't know. They're nine and four. I'm one win away from cashing my over ticket on the Ravens. Got some breathing room, too. Mm-hmm. And they can lose this game. I need the division. Divisions. I got plus 200 on the division. Division's nice. Well, I hope you bet the the Bengals to win a division and just I haven't I've played where I thought about it I've, I've it's it's still minus 140 versus plus two or plus one the Bengals plus 300 two weeks ago two weeks ago yeah just don't listen sometimes no we didn't talk about it we did last week six no, and a half week. point favorites at Westgate right now Baltimore next week at home against Atlanta so if they don't win this week they're going to win next week at home against yeah. Atlanta two nothing Argentina Oh, they are into the final. 
They're going to win the whole thing. Argentina's going to going to take home the cup. And Messi gets his World Cup finally. Yeah. Minus seven and a half bills at home. How high does this line go? Wait, say that again. Bills are at home. Right. How high does the line go? Eight, nine. Where'd we go? I don't know why it's only seven and a half. Once you pass seven, can it can it run? Just let it go. Westgate's at seven late twenty. May have reached the top. Can it reach how? People like Miami. Yeah. In yep. that weather, off that roadie. Yep. Test play. Bills. Buffalo. Yeah. 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 Just based off I'm, what you're just saying, how. Yeah, I'm with Farrah. Miami, <laughs> Miami's been kicking yeah. it in the Bay in LA. Now they're going up to Buffalo at home. Good luck, Schmuck. Yeah, I agree. I'm with Matt on that. I wonder if they'll use eight or eight and a half tomorrow. In the contest? Yeah. Well, they don't like solid numbers in the contest, right? Because of push potentials. Sometimes. I mean, the ones in the circuit don't. The the Westgate, a lot of times, will put on whole numbers more often than not. I don't know. Miami's going to lose three in a row. Trent Junk just came in the chat and asked. Might lose out. Might lose out. I told you, Tommy the Lips said the Bills weren't losing a game the rest of the season. Told and the Miami Dolphins might not win a game the rest of the season. Dear Lord, would that be a total collapse or what? I mean, look, their schedule, I think they lose to the Bills. Yep. They play the Packers at home. Okay. Play the Patriots on the road. Oh, and the, okay. And the, Jets, and the Jets at home. Oh, my. So. Oh, that would be for all those people that pat themselves on the back after Sunday about Tua not being a guy. Oh, and Herbert being oh, a guy. Oh, they finish eight and nine? God. And they lose out? <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'll be able to six, take it. Six straight losses? That would be not good. <sighs> but it looks like the league has figured out the offense and Hill is not healthy. And Tua in the weather, that's where the arm strength for Josh Allen is a huge weapon because if it's windy, snowy, cold, good luck. <laughs> That's no fun. Uh, what's the total on that game on Saturday? 42. Mm, higher 42. than I thought. I always said 36. 41 and a half already. I think you better bet that under right now if you if you yeah. have any inclination because that's coming down. Right. Okay. So we've somebody asked me, are we going to do a bowl pick contest? Oh. We talked about it on the air. Yeah. Do do we want to do this? Because the first bowl game is Friday. Right. Jeez, we got to get that out right away. There are sites, so we got to get this by Thursday. We got to have it up so everybody in the brigade can go ahead and vote on it and get him pick their bets, pick their things. Well, you can go on and pick it every day. You don't have to like on the one site. Um, I'll so get the you name of the site today. Okay. You just sign up for the contest. Okay. And you go in and make your pick, and each okay. day. You don't. You can put your picks in advance, right? But you don't have you to. No, but they don't. Yeah, you can change them up until kickoff. Are they eight? Is it ATS or just straight up who wins? You can do either or. You 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 set the parameters. It's footballpool.com. Oh, okay. I think it's yeah. It's footballpool.com. I just I just remembered it. So, one of you guys in a brigade take control of it, set it up. 
We'll talk about it. We'll promote it, whatever, but do it today. And we'll is get it right? set up. No, it says this domain's for sale, Dave. Footballpool.com is? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the Damn domain. Damn it. <laughs> That's not it. We'll figure it out. We'll put it in the Discord we'll channel. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it. It says this domain is for sale. If you purchase, <laughs> call 1 800. <laughs> so, yeah, that domain's not real, but maybe something of that. Inter- it's something such in a that. Good job running it, too. Oh, maybe you think they went under? Footballcontest.com? No, that's Maddie Simo. Oh. Footballcontest.com is Simo's proxy service. All right. Friend of the program. That's right. Uh, so, we'll yeah, so yes. So we'll figure that out. Um, on this. Okay. Um, I just deleted the rundown. That was not. We'll start on Friday. Next one is. Um, we'll start on Friday. And then the autumn wind oh is a raider Ow. pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. I put that in the rundown. I forgot the rundown, so now I played it. <laughs> Gore off part two. <laughs> So that's how you guys can get on the show by sending us ask the BVB at gmail.com videos notes. If you want to be on the show on Friday, that's how you do it by going ahead and being a part of it. So there's a short video clip like that. He added the audio and the graphic and then threw the video on the, on the back end. Oh, Trump is a good instrument, man. It's making a comeback. It's always been good when played properly played properly. It's been a bad trumpet is literally makes your, your <laughs> ears like, bleed <laughs> ears bleed. Like it, it sends up chills up my back of my spine. I'm like, Oh God, please stop. Please, please stop. <laughs> I'd have got it. <laughs> the guy that played, thought he could play the trumpet in the dorm. Oh no. Like, and it was like, dude, you can't just stop, please. And then, he said, no, I, I played in high school. I'm like, well, you obviously weren't good. Like, stop. <laughs> you obviously weren't good. You weren't good. Like, stop. You know, just tr- pick up something else. Oh, he used to go back and forth. But he would say he could play. And he could play a couple little things here and there. But, oh, I can't just you made me think of that. I haven't thought of that kid in 30 years. That's great. <laughs> so Chris Beard has been suspended from Texas. Dear Lord. Texas, we talked about it. They were 24-point favorites. They had to go to overtime to beat Rice. So there's a little bit of a thought process, if you want, in terms of what to do if there are those stories, because they were clearly distracted last night. Yeah, I mean, I can't I can't speak for the kids, but it's definitely a distraction. I mean... Oh. You know, and it was funny because it was like I got a text from somebody. What is the adjustment for coach going to jail? And I was like, um, I don't know. A couple points. Like we would move it down a couple points and see if they settle in 26 and a half. They lay 24. Okay. <laughs> Let them lay it. I don't know. I mean, crazy. first time you, first time me. 
Yeah, took overtime, one by six, right? Yeah, they won by six, but they huh. had to. I mean, they Rice had a shot at the buzzer to win. Just missed. Rice was winning the whole game. Yep. <laughs> okay, they're winning the whole, whole game. game. Almost beat a top ten team as twenty four point dogs. That was like a what is going on exactly? Game score that I was watching. The other one was Boston against the Clippers because the Celtics got run last night by LA. Right. And now they're favored by three and a half on a back-to-back in LA against the Lakers. What do you do with this game? Stay away, right? This is a really hard game to bet. I don't know what to do. I mean, I got the Lakers hat on. Just thinking Lakers after the score, everything else. Well, what's the theory? You made the point. What's the theory on a six-game road trip, last game before you go back home? Oh, you hear you bet hear two different dog. things. You bet the dog, you know, or after the loss, they come back tonight. Good teams do. Yeah, and, and win the last game before they go back. Boston hasn't lost three regular season games in a row since December of 2021. Right. A year, a year. Money line. Money line Celtics. <sighs> it's expensive. Best team in basketball, no? They are, but I think they're tired. Minus 165 on the money line. Right. I think they're tired. I... They just they they don't have they they've been playing such incredible basketball. They're due to this is a long road trip. I mean, they've gone from Toronto from Brooklyn to Toronto, Toronto to uh, Golden State. Was it Golden Golden State? No, no they played, they played uh, one Phoenix. Phoenix, right? Yeah, Phoenix, uh, Golden Phoenix. State, L.A., L.A. Yes, yeah. that's a lot. I mean, that's. <laughs> They've been gone for a long time now. They're okay. They want to go home. I don't know. This is tough. I, I, I'm watching this game. I'll in-game bet this, but I want Boston, obviously, but I don't – I'm scared to bet this game pregame. I haven't told anyone in this house, but I may just get in the car and go. If you want to go for a ride, we'll go to the game, come back. can be there in three and a half hours. It's Tuesday. The way you drive, we could be there in probably 320, 315. I put a pin in that thought. We'll talk later. Um, Bucks, min- Bucks minus four against the Warriors. Game of the night. This is the game of the night. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to watch this game. If we're going to be watching the game, maybe on the road. I don't know. Um, hmm. Do you feel light at four? Or feel like we should be getting more? I don't know. I like it. I think it's over a one-possession game. I, I, I kind of like it. You like Golden State? I feel like they're going to be in the game. They're such a different team at home. They're so much better at home. Who? Golden State. They're on the road. Uh, oh, sorry, I the Bucks. Oh, sorry. I thought, I thought, so I flipped it. Sorry. Yeah, no, that reason I like the Bucks. Then okay, I thought the Warriors were home. Warriors are two and eleven on the road. This does feel light. Then flip that. <laughs> so it's Warriors at Bucks. That was Bucks at Warriors. Yeah, that's all right. So yes, I like the Bucks minus four. You got you can't even 
read the math. The math <laughs> messes you up, and you got to put the graphics up. It's not Pharaoh's fault. Hashtag not, not Pharaoh's fault. It's P. Ralts writing the rundown and then deleting it. Um, I should put verses and then put at. Right. It's fine. I just don't want the haters to come. Sure. Come on. All good. Um, don't egg them on because then you'll, <laughs> we don't need you engaging with these people. Anyhow, first thought is seriously, first thought is that I like the Warriors. Wow. Plus four. Yeah. This, this bullshit with this road record has to turn a little. They can't keep playing. I mean, even if they play 500 the rest of the way, they're still going to be drastically under 500 for the season. Like, it has to come around. I think they got a shot of winning a game. So, take I guess the best team, good. arguably in the Eastern Conference, this is when the road changes for them. Great game. No way. I think the, I think the Bucks won. 233 and a half is the total. Under. Under. It's not embedded or book it, is it? Mm-mm. Okay. I like over. I only have one game, but uh, we haven't talked about the game yet. Bruins and the Islanders tonight. The total is six. So I, I texted you this question. You didn't answer it. So I'm going to ask you on the air now this question. What's the thought of texted the team? I didn't answer. What are you talking about? I sent you a text on question about this before I taped last night because I was going to bet this game. And then I didn't because you didn't answer. I was taking a nap. It's Go fine. ahead. What's the question? My question was... Um, <laughs> um, what's the trend to do you bet against a team coming off of a West Coast road trip in game one when they're back at home, or do you bet on them when they're back at home? How many games was it? Boston, was it multiple, multiple time zones, yes, right? Bruins played, it has to usually four games, multiple time zones is the requirement for the, like it. You it know, when three, the East Coast team goes to three New York games, like, two time zones because of Arizona being wonky. Oh, okay. So it was Colorado. No, because you know, it was actually, yeah, it was two times because they played in Co- at Colorado, at Arizona, Arizona. At, at Vegas. Vegas. And then back home. Back home against the Islanders. Huh. Uh, it's usually a dead game. I mean, they're playing the Islanders who don't so, score, play okay. great defense. So, so under six. That was the second question. I almost bet that. I may add this. This is, this yeah. is the, I'm not looking at the side as much as the under in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I prefer the under. I mean, 260 prices you out of the building. 100%. <laughs> I'm not in a hurry to lay 260. Although, listen, I but might what bet about the taking Bruins the every day the rest of the season. I don't what know. about taking the Islanders at plus one and a half at minus 120? Well, if you like the under, there's some value there too. Yeah. Islanders plus one and a half goals. You might be able to. So like last night, Devils Rangers, the Devils got out to a quick lead, early lead. And you knew that thing was coming back. Like I grabbed the Rangers plus two and a half. Good for you. Minus 120. If the Islanders score first, you'll be able to get to pick them on the Bruins. And if they score in the first period at all in the first 10 minutes, this line could go up to six and a half, which you could then go under and get the six as a winner. Um, but yeah, pregame, under is my favorite bet. I don't know. I mean, plus one and a half minus 120 is really not a bad price. That's no, 
that's not a bad price. Devils and Stars both on back-to-backs or off back-to-backs played last night. Hell of a game. Devils minus 164. Yeah. Can you back the Devils after their loss last night? This has to come back a little bit, right? Like the Stars should have probably won that game last night in Pittsburgh. I, I would argue they were the better team for just what I saw. I didn't see one second of it live. Just saw the highlights and then two to one final looked at the box where, yeah, Malkin got a goal with 30 seconds left. Yep. It was one, one headed for overtime and he got a goal. Um, Gumpy broke the whole thing down to me, pissed off right after. He was <laughs> so mad. He was yeah. so mad. He's all over this Texas hockey. Um, this is a good price on Dallas, but this is a back-to-back for both teams, is it not? What do you it do? Is, it is a back-to-back for both teams, yes. What do you do? What do I do? I don't play it. Oh, just I look, stay away. I all looked right. at it. I broke it down. I couldn't come to a conclusion as to what I wanted to do with it. Yeah. Um. Then the next game right now. How many tabs do you have open? A lot. Twelve and a half. Sorry. Over. Over twelve and a half. People are writing it. I'm getting Twitter messages from people. Uh, back to back. Preds while we're doing the show. Preds and Oilers. Oilers minus one thirty-seven. Total six and a half in this game. How about the over in this game? Oh, I'm not, I'm not in love with that, but no, no, I wouldn't bet under either. It's a pass, but, uh, I just, I mean, I don't, what are we getting? What are we getting from Nashville? Well, that's the problem. They don't score a lot, right? Ever. So, you know, that, that, so then you could say, okay, go under, but the Oilers have a really good offense. So then you might go, well, the Oilers, well, the Oilers are on the back to back. Nashville is as well. So what do you do? <laughs> like, okay, you play under six and a half. Well, I don't know, because you may Oilers give up goals and they score goals. Could be a four three final. Have you ever made a bet on the Grand Salami? Only one time. And it was not for hockey, it was for baseball. There's 12 games tonight. You want okay. action on all of them? Bet Pick under Grand Salami over under. Or under. It's a fun as hell bet. He's doing math the whole time. Okay, seven, eight, nine, ten. This is bad for you, actually. That's (laughs) just make the bet and then get to the late games, right? And then see if you can play. And then just see what you need, and you can. It's a super sweat, or your toast. You know, like if you bet under and it's the seven-six game, you're like, fuck. You're hoping for one nothing the rest of the way, or two two games. It's a it's a hell of a fun bet, and I can tell you. You know, we used to make the number or, you know, whoever was making the number sometimes. We had a guy that would do it in the office. There's a guy that does it offshore that everybody copies. It's sick thing how there's probably three people on planet Earth that would actually make the number and take bets on it. Um, But everybody uses it. It's a fun bet. You can go through, add up all the totals for all the games. And then that's the number, right? Mm, sometimes interesting sometimes so 12 games so what the grand salami probably will be um <laughs> 89 12 games your your math is so bad why 12 games 
the average number of goals six per game. What's 12 times six? Don't ask me that on top of, on top of my head. 60, 72. <laughs> right? 12 plus six is 72, right? Yes. Okay. So I got it right. Yeah. So why'd you say 86 and a half? Because six and a half, you add six and a half. If you go six and a half, scoring is up. You add 12 goals on top of that. And then you juice it up. You add a half a goal would be six more goals. Right. Okay. So what? So it's 81. Matthew, let's do this again. Hold on. You tell me it's not six and a half times 12. Not six and a half times 12 because there could be eight, nine, 10 goals in certain games. So so if it goes over at seven, it doesn't stop at seven. Because you were doing so good. 12 times six is 72. Right. There's 12 games. Yep. Half a goal extra in each game comes to six, right? 72 plus six is what? But yeah, I, that's why I said 81. Just, what is it? Say that again. 72 plus six 72 is plus six is what? 78. Guess what the grand salami total is today? 79. 76 and a half. Yeah, I'd bet over that. <laughs> I'd bet over that. Of course you would. You should do it for the show. I bet over. I, I would bet over for that because there could be some games that have 10 goals. There could be some games that have two. Correct. This is you, congratulations. You just made your first ever grand salami number. I would go higher. <laughs> I would jack it up. I would jack it to 81, 82, 83. Why? Because it, because I just think it, if you just look at the numbers, the way hockey scoring is, I mean, okay, hold on. Last night is a bad night. Last night, unders died last night. Wow. <laughs> last night was one, three, 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 seven, three. Last night, well, last night would have been brutal. not a good example. Not a good example. Last night would have been, last night would have been really bad. Uh, <laughs> let me see what two nights ago would have been, though. Hold on. So Monday night. Okay. So Monday night was, Three seven three 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 one. Oh wow, Monday night scoring's down this week. Oh, it's rare. Oh, Mister, make it eighty one and a half and get us fucking buried on the under. Well, okay, but now Sunday, some, but Sunday was four seven nine seven eleven five. Sundays are different. (laughs) Sunday drivers are different. All right, Sunday average. Saturday was. (laughs) Our Saturday different too. Saturdays was three, three, nine, four, six, five, five, five. Yeah. The weekends, I mean, no, no joke is all joking aside. The weekends are a little bit different. A lot of times the weekday travel. I mean, just think about like just regular life driving on a freeway to work Monday through Friday is way different than it is on Saturday. Right, what's Friday is Friday a weekend or not. Oh, we're going to have this. <laughs> Tell me, is Friday night the weekend or not? Oh I say it's the God. weekend. You say it's not. It's Friday the weekend. Friday night is definitely the weekend at hockey games. All right. So three, seven, 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 three, four, five, ten, four, seven. Fridays light them up, baby. <laughs> Fridays is a salami So Friday, over. Saturday, Sunday, there's been scoring. Monday, Tuesday, there's been not. So Fridays, here we are. Or Monday was or Sunday, or Sunday, Monday. Fridays is a, is a salami night over. <laughs> I love it. So what are Tuesdays then? Salamis or no salamis? Tuesdays is a busy schedule. This is no, I would favor an under. I mean, that's what I mean. I see what they're doing. Places okay. got 76 or 76 and a half under minus a 20. I mean, just <laughs> you made your number. That's it. Go. You can put up trade. 78 right now and set the market on fire. 
Sports Good. We will talk to you guys tomorrow at midnight Eastern time, live on Twitter and YouTube. Don't move here for BVB. Time now for the Omaha Steak Searing Hot Take of the Day because we're all getting ready to travel. <laughs> we're all getting ready to s- disperse for the holidays. I'm getting on a plane. People are getting on planes, trains, automobiles, blah, blah, blah. You ever flown to Chicago? Yep. Ever flown through O'Hare? Um, no, I've been told to fly through Midway. Smarter. Much smarter. Always. You've never gone through O'Hare in your entire life? Never. Midway, every time I've gone. What, do you fly always southwest? No. Very few airlines fly through Midway. Like five do. Oh, then maybe I did fly to O'Hare once. Oh, I did fly to O'Hare when we went to, uh, yeah, we connected at O'Hare. Did you enjoy the experience? It was quick. We just were passing through. We got off the plane. Are speaking as somebody who who consistently in the Midwest was forced to fly O'Hare for the better part of seven years. Yeah, I didn't have to do that. I've slept in O'Hare. Oh, fuck that. How'd you like that? This O'Hare was just voted the number one airport in North America for the oh. ninth, for the nineteenth straight year. Boy, they keep they keep paying off the right people for that thing, huh? And the best airport dining for the third year by Global Travel Magazine. Global Travel Magazine. Who drops those envelopes off? Who the fuck is getting paid off for this shit? Because this is bullshit. <laughs> this is this is absolute world class grade A bullshit. <laughs> that this is the best airport in North America. North America. Wow. O'Hare closes all the time delays are a common occurrence you just know flying through that hellscape that you were going to be either late missing your flight delayed or you better not be on the last flight out like i was two different times Mm. (laughs) i have slept on the floor and i've slept in a hotel at o'hare due to weather yeah i mean i've taken naps I never had to sleep over. That the was girls and I had the one of the craziest, you know, travel experiences ever. We were basically in the Vegas airport for almost twenty four hours. Um, did you you slept on the floor? Why didn't you just sleep on the seats? I did. I slept in the. I slept in O'Hare. Oh, okay. That's your flight. I got there. My floor. flight was the last. It was. A, it was. A, it was a going to Boston. It was the last flight out. The whole freaking airport it was an eleven o'clock flight to Boston <laughs> from Chicago, from from, from 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 Omaha, Chicago, Chicago to Boston. Got there, yeah. Delayed, 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 delayed. One o'clock in the morning, they said no more flights going out right. for the night. Thanks for coming. Yeah. We'll put you on the first flight out the next morning. What time's that? Eight thirty. Bullshit. I got seven hours to kill in this place. Yep. Okay. Did you have oh, a book? Nope. Did you read. Uh, headphones about four o'clock in the morning is when things got really spooky and really not fun. Bunch of really not sober people in the airport. Yeah. I don't like that. No fun. I I mean, I was with the girls. I was like, I had, I was exhausted. And I I said, listen, one of you has to stay awake. One of you has to be on watch. And they're like, why? I said, because we're at an airport. I mean, we got stuff in the bags, and you guys are teenagers. 
and I'm tired. You guys have seen me sometimes pass out. I don't even know if I'm on planet Earth when I'm passed out. So I'm closing my eyes. One of you has to stay awake. So they took turns like on watch when we took naps. But um, I will do everything in my power to avoid flying to this airport. D. Weezy said he's never flown anywhere and he knows it's O'Hare is crap. <laughs> it's an awful, awful experience. John Roy says O'Hare's got rats, big ones. <sighs> believe it. 100% I believe rats. It. Nasty. Trent Junk said UFC judges must be in charge of the voting. <laughs> <laughs> Good boy, Junk. Good line. I love it. Great line. I fucking love this show. That's a great line. That's <laughs> horrible. It, it, it's so true, but it's horrible. Uh, so whatever, whatever that is, go buy the meat. OmahaSteaks.com. You guys have buy the meat. BVB. Days left to get this, so it gets to your loved ones, your family members, your co-workers in time for the holiday season in time for Christmas omahsteaks.com half off sale 40 bucks off with the promo code BVB at checkout minimum purchase may be required but go check it out go buy the beat Omaha did you see who's back in the chat by the no. way I, you might that's your job SoCal I, DJ so what's up DJ what's up what's up our boy is back the Jay resident Mott is back yeah he's statistician but he comes in with this one. According to Smarter Travel, All right. Newark's airport has the highest percentage of flights delayed in America. I would agree with that. He's right on that. Airport sucks. I'm not a. I wasn't a fan of Newark either. Newark sucks. O'Hare sucks. Um, LaGuardia and JFK suck. Sort of show. Hold on. What do you? Um, what are they airport? Airport Atlanta, sponsor Atlanta, shows. Atlanta sucks. Dallas. Um, uh, Love Field sucks. Ooh. Uh, Phoenix Man. at times can be a complete disaster. Oh, I love Phoenix Airport. At times it can be a disaster. Gotta know when to fly. Yeah. Um, my favorite airports in America are SFO, Minneapolis. Minneapolis? Detroit. Yeah. Detroit. Detroit. And... um. I, I like I like Kansas City. People hate it. I like Kansas City. I've always found it to be really easy to get in and get in and out of MCI. If people despise it, I don't despise it. I've I'm kind of a lone wolf on liking Casey's airport because it's so easy to get in and out of. People hate it. But those are the ones I like the best. Logan oh. is ancient. It's so old. It's decrepit that needs to be totally redone and, and, and read, you know, it's not a bad airport per se it gets, it's not always delayed. They get people in and out for the most part, but just an old airport. Minneapolis is beautiful. Detroit's beautiful. Um, and they, they know how to deal with snow. I love airports that don't get like two inches of snow destroys everything as to what they're doing. Hmm. The worst thing in the world, my my number one pet peeve is you know a storm is coming and you don't have enough equipment to de-ice planes and it backs up and you sit in that plane for two hold hours. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't have enough equipment to de-ice the planes? You never had this experience? No. Oh boy, good. You're lucky. Like <laughs> You what haven't traveled enough in the winter. You're, you're lucky. You're smart because it happens all the time. You don't take off then, right? 
No, but you have to wait in line to get the plane to be de-iced. So it takes. I'll can, wait as long as I have to fucking wait. What's wrong with you? The airport should be able to have this be done in a, they have enough de-icing. If machines. it don't, it'd be a problem except once a year or maybe once no, every two wait. years. Who gives a shit? It's not once every two years. It's all the time. O'Hare's all the time. All the time. Wait a second. O'Hare don't have enough de-icing stuff. No, it's Chicago. Right. That's my point. That's my whole point. It's like, you know where you live. You know where you are. You should have the equipment ready to go to keep the airport, keep the plows going, keep the de-icing going, keep it rolling. But they don't. So many times they don't. And so you sit. I have sat on an airport for four hours before on an airplane, on the tarmac, waiting. On the tarmac in yes. the winter? Yes. Waiting? Yes, for four hours before you could take off. Now, they they how, how many how many airports have you slept in? <laughs> Me? Yeah, two. Also, dude, this is ridiculous. I got to go move my car. This, this guy's cutting a tree down. <laughs> yeah. All right. I don't know if you can hear the chainsaws. I'll be, I'll be right back. Okay. Oh, okay. Let yeah, us know when you're ridiculous. back. I'll be back in like two seconds. So, yeah. Okay. okay. Hurry up. Um. Damn. I yeah. I've slept. Somebody's cutting a tree down. You're talking about. Listen, I, I want them to take however long they have to take to make sure the plane's okay to go. Fine, but th th this is not a hard process. De-icing a plane? You know how to de-ice a plane? It's spraying chemicals on the wings. It's not hard to do. It's point and shoot. <laughs> this is not difficult. Listen, I don't care how long I got to wait in fucking line. Y'all wait in line. Make sure that plane's de-iced. Oh, no, no, no. I uh -uh. I, I am. I, I want. You should be ready to go. You should be. You should have enough equipment there to go. To be Boston's good. Like Logan's very good. Like that. I've never waited more than like a half an hour. At Logan's, Pittsburgh is one of the best airports in the country. Never flown through Pittsburgh. I've only it's, driven. Never flown there. When it was a hub for yeah. U.S. Airways, it was so fun and busy just to go through. Right. And it was so many people. Now it's like flying through Iowa. Wow. It, but it still has all of the amenities and stuff it is it is an absolute joy pittsburgh philadelphia eh that's just eh. i hate philly charlotte philly's, philly's on the list charlotte's not bad it's a charlotte's it's a great i it's love a, charlotte the airport itself is really nice i've never had to stay over there in charlotte yeah i, I i'm a fan of charlotte's airport for charlotte's sure. got those yeah. rocking chairs and like <laughs> they it's, do it's, right it's, yeah. it's it's amazing i had to fly there all the time for work for for the furniture stuff yeah, Charlotte's nice. The connection down. Um, Nashville's like, airport is really easy. I'm a fan of Nashville's airport a lot. I have you ever flown through Miami? No. That's, I've, never, I've never been to Miami. Oh. I've never been to Miami. It's one of the few that, that is something. That for what? Is, for the people or the airport itself? Um, it's You think Chicago's bad. Miami is there's people going to different countries. Yeah, international. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. It's chaos. Oof. And I mean a couple trips that I had, I was going to and from the from the islands. And I love was Miami. That, was that Matt saying he's back? Matt's back. Oh, okay. You're back. Okay. That's, I he thought back. I saw you pop in. I was like, pop in. That's good. I'm back. So yeah. yeah. So all right. Better to book it time. Let's do it. Two games only. Two. Vegas, Winnipeg over six goals tonight. We are getting, <sighs> we are getting number one goaltenders, most likely. But Vegas at home, this is wild. Vegas at home is one in nine 
to the over. Vegas on the road is eight and two to the over. Winnipeg over the last 10 games is five and five to the over. At home, Winnipeg is three and two over the last five. I like Winnipeg in the game. Fair. I thought about it. Um, but the solid. I think number. I'll book this. I think I like under. Vegas is without Jack Eichel, so that's one scary thing. How long is he out? IR a while. <sighs> yeah, he's out for a while. Really? Yep. Three nothing Argentina. Well. Half of the World Cup is decided. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I like under. I'll book this. Okay. We'll see what the goaltenders do. Yep. And then my WTF line of the day. WTF line of the day. How Those are the New Orleans? New to the show or just watching that says WTF is what the fuck <laughs> line. How, how are the New Orleans Pelicans only laying two points to Utah on the road tonight? This Utah number's been hard to make at Utah. They're supposed to be much worse than they are. New Orleans is way better than they are. Won seven games in a row. Zion's averaging 30 games. You're going to be asking yourself two things after this game. I don't know shit or the lines makers don't know shit. One of the two things are happening because you lay two and they win by eight. You go, the lines makers don't know the damn thing. Or... Utah wins by six or 10 or something. And you go, what the, how did I not, what the, how did they know that shit? I don't know shit. One of the two things, right? Utah is seven and seven at home this year to the number. New Orleans is six and five, 15 and 11 overall, 16 and 13 for Utah overall. The number one thing is that Utah against the conference is 14 and eight. New Orleans is 10 and seven. But they're four and one over the last five, seven and three over the last ten. Everybody playing for Utah. Everybody playing for New Orleans. Yes, it's New Orleans. Let's bet it. If they get us, they get us. Yeah, <laughs> come on. The line should be three and a half, but maybe they're waiting to take the fuck it. Bad guys are taking Utah. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, absolutely. Good luck. Favorite thing about today is what? So two things. One, I just got a text from Sister Dina. Sister Dina in Arizona is on her lunch break or even in the middle of class. She's a teacher. Nice. She's teaching class. And one of her students, Hayden, is watching the show. What? She said, my brother does shows about gambling. They're like, wait a second. What? You know, Mrs. S, what are you talking? Or Mrs. D, because her last name is now Davis. So I think they call her Mrs. D. Okay. This is Smokey, my brother-in-law. Him and I yeah. were down in the islands together. Yeah. So Sister Dina gets it. Like she came down and no, she didn't come down to visit. If she'd come down to visit and Jessica would have come down to visit, we'd probably be still living down there. Just, <laughs> just saying. That's a whole different life. We're all going to take a trip down there sometime together. But my sister Dina had her student ask her, Hayden, asked her the question literally just now. Hey, bro, I have a student who loves sports. He said to ask you, what are your top NBA player prop bets for tonight? Jeez. For example, <laughs> do you like Joel, Joel Embiid 27 and a half points over LOL? I don't even know what that means. Yes, you do. Oh, she doesn't know what it means. That's I'm reading the text. Okay. I was like, you know what that means. <laughs> I know what it means, and she knows I know what it means. 
So welcome to the show, Hayden. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. We talk We talk about this stuff every day. I tell all the boys to watch it too. Now, as far as Joel Embiid prop bets, um, we got to make sure JoJo's healthy tonight. <laughs> that line is only four, four and a half at home against Sacktown. It's a hell of a basketball game. Bet the over. I'll look at the player props. Catch me later on 32 and a half. Is JoJo's player prop tonight? Yep. Point score? 32 and a half. Where's the juice? Minus 118 to the under. They're daring you. They're daring you. Wow. This is a little bit, that's a little bit high. You like, you like under. I think under. Hayden, I think under. My first thought is under. But listen, I like the over in the game. As long as JoJo stays out of foul trouble, he's going to score 35 points, and it could go over. But we got to make sure that everyone else is playing with him tonight. That's the problem. Okay. So that's my favorite thing. First favorite thing about today is that, that my sister is watching the show. Thank you, Dean. I appreciate it. I love you. Um, I'll talk to you soon. Um, tell Smokey I said hello and that I love him too and the boys and uh, my nephews. Everybody, see you very shortly. Second thing about today is I had, uh, you know, appointments this morning in the office, <laughs> doctors and dentists. I'm, it's part of the routine now, going to the doctor, going to the dentist, and going to all these specialists and everything. It's part of my life now because doing everything in my power to, one, just stay alive and breathe every single day. And even then, you know, we have unfortunate situations where it's your time and you got to go. And hopefully everyone that is either in my life or I'm in theirs, they know where I stand with them every day. But I go in and uh, so this was at the dentist and to get my teeth clean, I see my same hygienist every time. Now, you understand the hygienist office, politics, people coming and going and all kind of things. Yep. It's, a, it's a different world, right? Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, everybody has their own space, this and that. One time I didn't see April. Okay. I saw, I believe her name was Jenny. Okay. But I didn't know April is a pros pro. She's 50 years old. Probably she's been doing it forever. Is she the lead hygienist? She's, she runs the whole show. Oh, it's a whole big deal. Then it's a big problem then. Yes. But I don't know she's not there. So I show right. up and this woman comes out and says, hey, Dave, I'm here. You know, I'm like, who are you? She goes, I'm Jenny. Uh, April called in. And I was like, oh. And I remember I told the story on the show. I was going to leave because I was like, I don't want anybody else doing this. And then I was like, no, she's young. She's, she, she, I'll, I'll, I'll go through it. Now, if she rips me up and shreds me up, I'm going to be pissed off and I'm going to blow April a new one, but I'll <laughs> sit through it. So Jenny cleans my teeth. She's getting married. She's she's going to be a newlywed. She's from Minnesota. Hmm. She's the one that told me that the Vikings never win, that the twins are going to blow it. This was oh. in the summer. Wow. She, 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 she's a, she knew. She knew. She's a fan. <laughs> so I'm walking back with April to her space, and I see Jenny, and I wave, and I say, hey, how are you? She's like, hey, how are you? And I said, I'm good. And I go, and I just blurt it out. There's no thinking when I ask questions or say things. And I go, hey, are you still married? <laughs> and everyone in the office turns around and goes, what did he just ask her? And April goes, well, that was a weird question to ask her. And I'm like, 
April, you know me. You know my kids. I coach your kids. I ain't looking for no title shots. I ain't asking her if she's married because I want to know if she's married. I want to know that first year's the hardest year of marriage you can have. I was genuinely asking her. I said, Jenny, I just wanted to know if you're still married. And she goes, okay. Oh no, Dave, I am. Oh, it's fine. Cool. Okay. It's well, that's fine. Yeah. As long as as long as you're still. I mean, then you can play. If she'd gotten divorced, that would have been horrible. Oh. <laughs> then you really oh. would have walked into it. <laughs> oh, I would have walked. I would have felt like I would have had. Or to like he left her on the altar or something. It didn't show up. Or like she found out can he was cheating imagine? on her. Like then you would have like really blown up the office politics. Right. But like <laughs> every woman in there turned around, uh, stopped raking up their, their yep. customers' gums or whatever they were doing. Yep. Like, anyway. did he just ask her if she was married? Why is he asking her that? Like, they were all like, wait a second. It was hilarious. That's awesome. That was my favorite thing about today. I have two. Um, the first is our boy, Justin in Vermont. Him making oh. it through, getting up and being able to wear this for him. This shirt's for him. God. That, the Patriots came through Get because we talked him into taking the Patriots and not taking the Titans. We talked so. him off of taking the Titans. And onto the Patriots, too. Him into take, yeah, we did because he was yeah. running out of teams. He's running out of teams, p -Roll. There's only four weeks left. It was the perfect spot to take New England. And oh, we, wait, we, there's five weeks left because of that Christmas rule. Yes, right. But it's not getting past Christmas. Oh, God. It's not going past Christmas. This, the, 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 the contest is not going past Christmas. It's not. Like stressing out, thinking about it. it I, I, there's six teams on Christmas and <sighs> we know he has two of them left player playing each other. So he'll have that decision to make if he gets there, if he gets to the next two weeks to be able to roll through, but Thursday, Friday, sorry, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, he's got to pick <laughs> and we'll see what he wants to do. Nervous already, but I love it. I mean, he sent me a note before the game. This was the first time in the entire contest. The nerves got to him. He didn't, he was yeah. freaking out. You sent and, me that too. And I was like, oh man, I said, I'm get ready for the hand. rest. I, I said, it's going to be that way the rest of the year. Every time you hit enter, you're going to have that fuck moment. Like, ah, do I want to do it? Do I want to do it? And you're going to hit it and you say yes. So there's that. Well, what's, what's worse for Justin? Do you think in, in a brigade can even weigh in here, but you hit the submit button. Mm -hmm. It confirms your choices. Mm -hmm. The wait to see the results of what everybody picked or the actual watching of the game. I don't care what anybody else is picking. I'm worried about me and me alone. Do I survive? Not playing strategy, not worried about somebody else's picking. He, he, he wrote to me, he said, I'm the only one on the Patriots. Is that good or bad? <laughs> and I said, it doesn't matter. Was good this week. Yep. It doesn't matter. It only matters what you think is going to happen. And you weren't on Seattle and you weren't on Tennessee. And the Raiders. And the Raiders. Those three teams killed people. So this week, we'll see what the teams are that you want to stay away from. But like, you know, yeah, I don't care. I care about me, my survivor pool pick. That's it. Everybody else, don't worry about that till we get to a different spot. If it's down to three people left, then I care. Then I'll play strategy. But right now with 30 left, I'm not worried about what anybody else is doing. Just worrying about surviving and advancing. Did you check the standings for the uh, reboot? No. How'd we do? I don't know. We went three and two again, so we had got to be in the top 50. You guys went three and two. I also went three and two. We're going to have a little, we're going to have a little competition ourselves, boys. 
<laughs> Our four and one though probably puts us ahead of you though, right? I had a I had one four and one week as well. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Good. I think I so, think we're I, I think we're at an even keel right now. I think we're somewhere similar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we got the because do the Westgate and the reboot doesn't put Christmas is all part of one week, right? We're not doing two weeks. It's all one week. So yeah. Everything's one week. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we got four weeks left. Correct. To sprint on that. Um, and then my other uh favorite thing is I was listening to it before. And Matt was laughing because he was hearing it. But David Goggins' book has come out, and I got it this morning. Um, I've told the story on the year before, but David Goggins' first book, Can't Hurt Me, changed my life in an incredible, massive way. It came to me at the right time, right moment. Um, contributed m- massively to me changing my life at 40 years old. Got me into boxing. Um, you know, Being willing to be the dumbest person in the room is a mantra that I've had for a very long time. Mm-hmm. It's got me into boxing. It got me into teaching. Um, some would say keeps me in gambling. Um, but, but the idea of, of, you know, being willing to learn and being willing to take that type of mental challenge on head on is a really big key. And for five years or four and a half years, that book was, was something that I would hearken back to in this new book just came out. I just got it today nine hours. I listen to these books because I find it to be much more impactful hearing the words than reading the words personally. Uh And I can do five things. I can throw headphones on. I can put it in the car, drive around. So I get to absorb that over the next week too. I cannot wait to to devour this book. And if you haven't heard his first book or read his first book, I could not recommend it more. It will, um, if you're a little bit on the, I don't want to say softer side, because I think that's insulting, but like it's not for everybody. It's not a self-help book. It's going to be very much, um, my ex-wife hated it. <laughs> she hated it on a big, big level. And whenever I referenced I mean, it. To be honest, I don't think that, I think it's a male-female thing. It is a male-female thing. Yeah, but I also think it, it's also, a, some males don't like it either. I mean, oh, like, yeah, no, I know, but I can't find, you're going to find gets, a very small percentage of women who like it. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a it is definitely a male-oriented book. Yeah, it's, it's an in-your-face kind of. In-your-face, yeah, it's a fuck-you-in-your-face book. Right. Like, it's it's not, you know, sure, quote anything. <laughs> it's right not in your face. face. So it's an unbelievable read or listen and his new book is out. So I cannot wait to absorb it and read it. And we'll see where the path takes me down the road after this, this time reading this book. So, but I do believe in a lot of the principles that he talks about and it does really help to crystallize your, uh, the callousing of your mind is what he talks a lot about in having yeah. this thought process and mentality. So that's that book is out. You can get it now for a Christmas holiday presents for yourself or somebody else. So He's Dave. I'm Matt. We'll be back tomorrow as we count it down. Ask the BVB at gmail.com. Send in your videos, your thoughts on the first year of BVB. We'll play some of them coming up on Friday with some friends and you know of the program all still to come. Dave, Matt, talk to you tomorrow for BVB.